Welcome to the Spirit Restored Podcast. This is where the curiosities of spiritualism meet the belief systems of members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This podcast is only for those with an open mind. Join Ken Adams on his quest to find higher planes of spiritual experience. Hello, welcome, other conscious saints. And right now you're listening to this podcast you're wondering what is going on in this title, right? And let me say this first. If you ever wanted to understand the temple better than you ever have in your life, whether you've been there before or you've never been there or you've been there a few times, this podcast is going to be very eye-opening, probably the most eye-opening podcast that I have done to date. And so get ready. This is... This is going to be very interesting and very exciting, actually, for you to understand. So the title of today's podcast is How the Temple Hypnotizes You and It's a Good Thing. So one time I was talking to my mom and uh, she and I were having a conversation because I was learning hypnosis and she said, oh, I would never let someone hypnotize me. That's what she said. And... uh, I asked her, I said, well, have you been to the temple recently? She said, yeah, I've been to the temple recently. I said, well, you were hypnotized there. And that is where a lot of hypnosis goes on. Now, the question here is, is it a bad thing, right? Is it a bad thing to be hypnotized in the temple? And I don't think it is. And in this episode, I'm going to explain a little bit more about how hypnosis is done and the techniques that are used. And also going to dive into how it gets done. Well, I'm not going to say exactly what happens in the temple. I'm just going to talk about how hypnosis happens. And if you have been to the temple and you're aware of it, then you will understand what I'm talking about. Also, if you've never been in the temple, then it's going to be a very interesting discussion for you because you will learn how to access deeper parts of the unconscious mind which in the previous podcast episode, that's what we spoke about. We spoke about the unconscious mind and how it is our duty as members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints to become more conscious, to gain more intelligence in this life than we've ever had before, because whoever has more intelligence in this life will have more intelligence in the life to come and will be of greater advantage than others that did not get that intelligence. And the glory of God is intelligence, which is basically just consciousness. So let's start out here with a little history about temples. So back in the ancient times, the temples were the universities, you might say. This is, it was the center of learning. It is where the people would go to learn from the cosmos where people would go to learn from the universe on high. And the temple itself is a symbol, it's symbolic of something. And in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we believe in three kingdoms after we die. There is a lower kingdom, a middle kingdom, and an upper kingdom. And the middle kingdom is in between the highest kingdom and the lowest kingdom. And in this context, the temple 
is the middle kingdom. It is symbolic of that. It is connecting where we are right now, which the lower kingdom is symbolic of the earth where we dwell already. And the higher kingdom is symbolic of the sun. And the middle kingdom is symbolic of the moon. And it connects us to the sun. So going to the temple, that is the symbology behind it, is that we are going to a place where we can get closer to heaven and to learn from it. And so people would go to the temples to learn from the cosmos. Not too long, actually, this is an interesting turn of of events, is that some people that were more secular in those ancient times, they decided that the temple had too much power and there were too many people going there. And also, it used to be that everyone gathered there. There were different layers of the temple. There were some areas that were only available to one person and other areas that was available to everyone. But people would gather there for miracles, for learnings, for teachings. Um, They would get educated there. And so one day, these people that were more secular, they decided that they wanted to take over the monopoly of education and created something called a university. And so the university was literally an idea built out of the temple where the temple would connect us to the universe and the university was made because it was saying, well, we can do it over here. We don't need the temple to do it. The issue is that the universities focus a lot on conscious learning, on the let's study and rehearse and learn languages and recite things. And that's all good. However, all learning is actually unconscious and all change is unconscious. So the role of the temple at the time was to teach people through symbology through other methods of teaching. And all of these methods actually were allowing the people to learn unconsciously at a deep level. And so when they made these universities, it actually cheapened the education experience. So if you think of the temple as a place of where you go to get educated at a deep unconscious level and to learn more about the universe and about God and about your role and everything, then this conversation that's coming up is going to make a lot more sense. And take this in mind as I talk about it. And so here's the question, right? How do you hypnotize someone very, very well? In a previous podcast episode, I spoke about hypnosis. And one of the things One of the things that was important in that is that a great hypnotist, the best hypnotists give irresistible instructions because hypnosis is all about giving the right instructions. These are called suggestions and doing it at the right time. So let me tell you some of the methods that are used in hypnosis and you can think of where you may have encountered some of these things. So let's let's start first of all hypnosis and people can go into an unconscious state called trance. People can go into trance it's usually when you are thinking deeply inside of yourself and using your imagination 
and you're thinking about things that aren't in your waking moment, yeah, you get into your mind and into a trance, deeper, deeper into your mind. And so in order to do this, one method is to use symbols. And the temple itself, like I said, is a symbol. When you look at the temple, you can see from the outside that it is symbolic of something, right? And by having symbols, symbols, symbols are not easy for the conscious mind to understand. You can't consciously break down a symbol. You have to turn off your conscious thinking processes and just let it come in unconsciously without thinking about it. And then all of a sudden knowledge will come into your mind. So that's the importance of symbols. Symbols are very important for containing large amounts of information in small spaces as well. That's another very valuable thing to understand is that instead of writing out many pages and books and books and books and books of information, you can create a symbol and that symbol can contain that information in a small spot, much like a hologram can do. So let me, let me uh, go through this and I'm going to say these things that put people in a deep hypnotic trance. How does someone get in a deep hypnotic trance, right? And the best hypnotists give irresistible instructions, right? So the language, language, when hypnotists are using language, the language needs to be very vague, needs to be vague. And phrases like, that is good, right? That's very vague language because... What is that? And good according to whom? What specifically is good? How do I know it's good, right? None of that is answered in that phrase, that is good, right? And so it leaves the person to be thinking about what that is and what good is, and they start thinking unconsciously, right? They go inside their, themselves, inside their mind, and they need to get that information, that knowledge from a deep level. So language needs to be vague. Also, along with language is using metaphors. So telling stories. Telling stories can be a very impactful and powerful way to help someone get into a deep hypnotic trance, especially if the stories have breaks in between them and there are multiple embedded stories of a similar nature that have breaks in between them and they're linked together without finishing each one until the very end. So that's also one way to get someone in a very deep trance using language. Here's another thing with language, right? Is using language or even symbols or stories to get people to think in a very abstract or big picture way, much like thinking about the creation of planets or the universe or gods, all these things that are so beyond what our conscious mind can comprehend right now, that only our unconscious mind can start to decode this and think about it. This allows, when someone's in the state, this allows greater learning. When they are in this situation, they can start learning things from the unconscious. So here's another thing. Great hypnotists know that hypnosis is more effective when it's done in a group. When there are other people following instructions, it's a lot easier to expect other people to follow instructions as well. It's that, that uh, you know, follow the group kind of mentality 
helps people continually do the instructions of hypnosis. Here's another thing. Dimming lights has an effect that gets people to become more unconscious. I mean, this is how we go to sleep anyway. We turn off the lights and we start becoming unconscious. So, you know, falling asleep is one way to go unconscious, right? And so dimming the lights gets people in a more unconscious state. Then along with this though, is once someone is starting to go deep into a trance, becoming more unconscious in a trance, waking them up in the middle of it and, and helping them make a decision while they're woken up and then putting them back in a deep trance will actually make them go deeper in a trance, much, much deeper. Doing this several times will cause the person to go very, very deep, unconscious and in their mind, very deep trance. So then also, here's another thing. <clears throat> Whenever someone looks upward and expansively using their peripheral vision, that causes them to get into a deep trance as well. Another very useful tool. There's also the use of touch. Hypnotists use touch to indicate important learnings or important suggestions that they want them to do so that the unconscious mind knows where those are marked. Yeah, this isn't for the conscious mind to understand why the touch happened. This is for the unconscious mind to decipher what the touch means. Okay, and now let's see. Ooh, this is a good one, right? Have you ever seen like celebrities that go to the Met Gala or something like that? And they wear these absolutely insane clothes, right? And rather than thinking about anything else, your mind kind of starts wandering to think about where are those clothes from, right? Your mind starts to wander. Well, any kind of weird or abstract clothing can cause someone to go into a trance because the people's mind will wander as they see that clothing. Another very important thing, and actually this is one of the most important things for a hypnotist, is to gain a lot of agreement. And the more agreement that they gain, the more likely that they will accept the following suggestions, which are just instructions. And so agreeing to a process, agreeing to instructions, agreeing to being there, all of that is very important. And there are things that we just agreed to because they're just facts, like you're listening to my podcast. We can all agree on that, right? The more agreement that is there, the easier it will be to give them the following instructions. And finally, another thing that I'll mention is after all of these instructions are given, a good hypnotist will solidify the instruction with language by saying something like, that is right, or that is good. And that will stick with the person doing the activities that will allow for learning. So for those of you that have been to the temple, you might want to rewind and listen to that again and to think of your own experience going through the temple because most people have no idea what the temple is about. They usually just show up and they feel good and they know it feels good, but they can't really explain why. Um, they, they know what goes on there. They don't know why it's almost magical, right? Like 
there are people that go to the temple and they have visions, they have revelations, they have these amazing spiritual experiences at the temple. And the reason is because the temple allows you to go very deep inside your mind. And it allows you to open up your mind so that you can get the learnings that you're looking for. You're, you're getting the revelation that you're looking for when you go to the temple. You couldn't not do it if you're open to it, right? Because the process is so amazing. So really the question is this, is it a good thing that the temple is hypnotizing you or is it a bad thing? And to me, I see hypnosis as simply a technology created by God. God created this technology of hypnosis, which allows us to go deep inside our minds, which really he just created our minds, which which we have an amazing ability to access information that is expansive and complete. And we receive that information when we go deep inside our minds and receive revelation. And so this is what you might ask when you go to the temple. Am I receiving good instructions? Number one, do they improve my life? Is another question you could ask yourself. Do they bring me closer to the divine? That's another question you can ask yourself. Another question you could say is, what am I learning while I'm there? And is it very effective? Another question you can ask yourself. Because people might have a little bit of sticker shock when they realize that all of the methods of learning in the temple are deeply and innately hypnotic. And I'm amazed by it because... If I were to go to the temple and I knew a lot of hypnosis, right? I would say, wow, someone really designed this very well. But this was this process has been around for at least two centuries, most likely more than a couple thousand years. So this technology has been in use for a long time. And people have known that it allows people to learn in the best way possible. This is much quicker and much more effective than going to a university, right? And to think too consciously about it, to think too consciously about the stories or too consciously about everything that goes on in the temple would get in the way of the learning that you need to have by just simply having an open mind and allowing yourself to relax and go unconscious. So what are the implications for you, right? This probably will open up the temple for you. This will help you understand it in a way that you never understood it before. Think of it more as an institution of learning. Also a place where we get temple work done, which by the way, when people are in a more unconscious state, they have more access to data that is deeply connected to the universe which could give them more access to being able to perform spiritual acts. So think about these things and go to the temple and send me a message after you go again. Tell me how your experience went, what you learned, what you saw, what you experienced. And I can guarantee you when you understand that it's a learning institution, it's going to be a very powerful experience for you. And uh, next week, please, by the way, share this podcast with your friends, share it with your family, 
This is a unique podcast that sheds light on a lot of things that people have questions about. And I hope to help as many people understand the church and the gospel and spirituality as I can. Please share it. Next week, we will be talking about hypnosis and priesthood blessings. So stay tuned and I'll be excited to hear your feedback and get your reviews of this podcast. Ken loves to get feedback from his audience. Send him a private message or write a review so that he can discuss topics that are most relevant to your spiritual experience. Thank you for listening today and remember to join next week.